Hey friends. So, this is an episode in which I call it a mini-sode. And uh, you're going to hear a clicking noise. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it's just me because I'm using my phone to actually record this. So, uh, yeah, let me know too on uh, how you like the recording. But anyways, um, this is uh, an excerpt that I'd like to give to you because honestly, I think a lot of entrepreneurs deal with this anxiety, this addiction, and no one really talks about it, but it's a real addiction. Working on your business nonstop in fear that if you turn it off, you may not be able to turn it back on. It happens to a lot of us. And it's mostly people that are high achievers, highly creative, and people who have this extreme desire to make a difference in the world. And so I guess this is my personal story about it. And here it goes. Sometimes it's really painful. Sometimes I hate change. It often gives me a great anxiety and I begin to miss my old life. But I won't give up on anything in exchange for immersing myself in the next steps in my life. So my curiosity question is, what happens when you know you have to immerse yourself in loving yourself again in order to not kill yourself? <laughs> I know. You're probably thinking that escalated quickly. And it did, no question about it. If there is one thing I really wish I had a solution for every creative or entrepreneur I knew, it's a cure for anxiety. Because anxiety sucks. It's a terrible feeling in both the mind and the body. And the reality is many people are feeling it all the time. Anxiety is a derivative of fear. Some may argue that anxiety is a good thing. It means that you care. If we didn't have it, we wouldn't know what to run away from while staring at the eyes of danger. For the person who feels fear when they do public speeches or feels fear when they're about to go skydiving or go on a roller coaster ride or ask their boss for a promotion. The thing is, I'm speaking to the person who has so much anxiety, though, that just going to the store and standing in line waiting to pay for their soda gives them this breathing that's heavier than Stevie from Malcolm in the Middle because they're afraid to turn off their entrepreneur anxiety. I have so much compassion for people that have this problem. Because it's hard to deal with when you got deadlines to meet and you have people that need a reply right away. It's hard to turn it off. Getting better at dealing with anxiety is one of the best skills we can cultivate. Belief, though, my friends, is a very, very profitable skill. It's why I'm writing my book on beliefs. Tom Bilyeu from Quest Nutrition, or known as 
impact theory has even said that the number of the number one most profitable skill anybody can have in today's world is belief. I think people try a lot of techniques to get rid of anxiety. You've got anxiety? Take a pill. You've got anxiety? See a psychiatrist. You've got anxiety? Just chug some water. You've got anxiety? So just do some burpees. Wait, what? Burpees? <laughs> All right, I'm going to flip this one on its head and say anxiety stems from a deep need for approval. Someone's approval or even deeper, the approval of others. The approval that you are good enough and that you do matter. So my next curiosity question is, what if you just become more aware of it? The first step is getting better with what your anxiety is noticing. The anxiety noticing the anxiety. Naming it as this thing that doesn't allow you to be who you are. But even saying it out loud, sometimes letting the person in front of you say, hey, I'm feeling nervous about this thing that isn't going very well. But just labeling it, saying it, putting it out there in front of people may actually make it way better. And I know it's hard, especially if you're a leader. I mean, if you've got perfectionism, gosh, this is the worst. And it's not going away until you label it. And it's not going away until you say, hey, I care a lot about this thing. So I'm just letting you know that I'm nervous. I want you to try it out. Next time you feel this anxiety, next time you're nervous, And the thing is, business is complex. And trying to be perfect is even harder. No one tells you this, though. Because we hate the feeling of being imperfect or the feeling of anxiety. We often want to try to figure out what is causing the anxiety so we can avoid it in the future. But for me, this would be impossible. Anxiety comes when I'm not certain about what's going on or what's going to happen. Hence, the crazy to-do list that I make or that crazy spreadsheet that I make and scatter throughout my room and it just makes my room dirty and my mind even dirtier. And it comes when I'm in a large group of people too. So don't forget about that anxiety or trying something new with my business or telling someone I love them, but I don't want to stop doing these things because they are part of life. So what do I do instead? I use the power of awareness, like I said earlier. Some of my favorite guests on my podcast have been very confident. But this confidence is a compounding interest. The only reason why they have this confidence, the only reason why you as a leader have confidence is because the little things that you take, like, I don't know, five minutes in the morning or five minutes at night reflecting on your life, they give you the compounding confidence effect. And what I do personally is I, I just take a walk down the street. I set a timer for five minutes and I pretend I'm talking to my deceased mom 
which I know is a little morbid, but I think I get the best part of myself, the truth, honest part of myself when I'm talking as if I'm talking to my mom. And I find a lot about myself while doing this. And therefore, I want to talk about really changing yourself in order to change the business and your world. And it comes down to really knowing yourself. See, I don't get butterflies with anxiety. No, I get a tsunami of thoughts running wild. Then there's this over-consuming fear that everyone around me knows that I'm incredibly anxious while my throat is swelling up. And at this point, I notice that my mind is super scrambled and I'm not thinking straight at all. And I notice that I have entered a fight or flight response to my environment. And I just stamp this situation, anxiety. Does this sound familiar? Well, you're not alone. So I invite you to try this. Take awareness of your lungs. Just breathe. Breathe in and breathe out. And you might think, gosh, I was already using my lungs. But seriously, put extreme emphasis on following your breath. Awareness is key. The anxiety becomes less present as long as you believe that it's going to change you for the better. And the thing is, no one can get a PhD in certainty. And knowing everything is kind of not fun. Sometimes it's fun to go on that roller coaster ride or go skydiving or go and speak in front of people. But it's knowing that you can use your breath in times of uncertainty that allow you to level back out, to become you again. Because when we believe certain feelings are too difficult to feel, we cut ourselves from actually feeling the full experience of life. And when we believe some feelings are bad and some are good, we live in a kind of life where we are always evaluating our existence existence rather than living it. Nobody wants to feel uncomfortable situations, but the bad news is we do. And fully showing up for the reality is what diagnosing your anxiety when it's happening is a practice that needs to be talked about more and more. And guess what? You'll get better at it. Therefore, think about I don't know, maybe a T-Rex trying to pick up a soccer ball next time you're really anxiety. Or follow your breath, like I said. Honestly, just getting excited about life again helps. And if you found this helpful at all, please email me, logan at logantylernelson.com for a free PDF on this whole entire writing that I just spoke out loud 12 quality questions too are also available so if you email me I'll give you that because honestly these quality questions will lead you to creating a life worth living I just want to give out as much as I can 
And I'm also offering three people, just three people though, that are having trouble getting themselves onto a podcast. I'm creating a course around it for those people because honestly, if you have a book or a business that needs to be marketed, a podcast is the best way to gain true fans, true fan members, and a tribe that will follow you forever. And we get super specific when we're trying to find podcasts for you to be on. Why? Because if you try to get on all of them, you will get on none of them. So you got to find out the right shows. And I've done so many hours of trying to find the right shows to be on rather than just trying to be on all of them. I dig deep with quality questions to ask you to get clarity on which kind of podcast you'd like to be on. The ones that have a good following, not just a good, but also a direct following where their fans listen to the people that they bring on. So if that's at all scratching your itch or makes you curious, please email me again, logan at logantylernelson.com. And I know it sounds crazy with all these like offers. It's just, I really want to be a helpful hand in your life right now. So please leave a review or subscribe if you'd like to see these episodes more often. The reviews are like the best compliment ever next to sharing this podcast, of course. Because if you found it at all informative or instructive, honestly, the best compliment you could ever give someone is by sharing their work. And what goes around comes around. So if you're working on something, hey, I'll share yours too. So with all that being said, don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.